0: The audience will be pleased to know I have already eaten my dinner. (laughs) I haven't, and you haven't, and you're starving. You're not going to chew. That's gross. You're not going to chew while we're recording. So they'll be very happy that there's no chewing.
1: I'm going to need water, though. You're welcome,
0: Michaela. It's
1: my water over there.
0: I was told. I was told by one of our great listeners. That it was disgusting to listen to me chew. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I blame her. I just, it I was had to disgusting. eat. Then another friend said that uh, more annoying than me chewing was listening to you tell ta- me I thought it was the same friend. Nope, two different people.
1: Who was the second one? Marianne. That's what she said? Marianne oh, I said. I thought it was the same person. No,
0: Marianne said well, it I don't was care. worse listening to you draw attention to my
1: chewing. If you she like had left been, me alone, it she, wouldn't
0: have been that bad.
1: If she had the headphones on, she would have known why I kept talking about it.
0: Because it's so loud plus in your I had ears. Because <laughs> you like to make fun of me. <clears throat> <laughs>
1: hmm You alright? right uh, you know, you know, just just stressed. A little stressed. That's all. A lot going on. Big trip coming up.
0: Yep. That's right. You're going to um, Virginia
1: or something Mm -hmm. like that? The Diocese of Arlington, Virginia, to give a, with a a teammate to do a workshop down there. It's exciting. It's something.
0: It's not working from home. So that's nice. Yeah. Something different for you.
1: Be a nice long drive down.
0: How many hours is it?
1: Nine or 10, depending on how many times we stop to pee, and because we're both getting older. (laughs) Probably gonna be every twenty minutes.
0: <laughs> That's ridiculous. I'm
1: not naming names.
0: <laughs> That's ridiculous. You're blaming yourself. You'll have to stop and go to the bathroom a hundred times. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and what <clears throat> all the water that you put back into the spa is that going to make it usable for tonight or no?
1: Yeah, sure. If I still, if I'm still interested. We can't go long tonight to do that. I got to eat. Can't go in the water right after eating. Get <laughs> a cramp up. That's not true.
0: <laughs> You're not swimming. You're not swimming in the ocean. You're sitting in a hot tub. I don't think there are it's rules dangerous. about that. It's not dangerous. You'll be happy to know that I made a purchase today for the hot tub.
1: Why wait? Really? This is what we're gonna talk about.
0: Do you, you're not talk. do you?
1: I really have nothing. I'm sorry. I'm not did bringing you want ha-
0: to talk to some, oh. about oh. something? See, do you see why I hate that spot? <laughs> and you were like, you can come back and sit on this side. No, thank you. I hit my leg into the table all the time. This is the, not the studio. I
1: just want the studio back. This is a
0: table. Fine, I'm so sorry. My, no, you my, want my banter isn't, no, as, it's, it's, you're isn't right. good for you no, tonight. You're right. It's, you're right. You have something better to say. I don't. I was just going to say, you'll be happy to know that we won't be sitting in chlorine anymore.
1: I like chlorine. You do? Mm-hmm. It's not good for you. What are we going to be sitting in?
0: Well, I'm not really sure, but it's not oh, chlorine. Well, then
1: I'm sure it's safe. Some <laughs> it's some minerals. person from some random it's country, minerals. you go to their website no, and the you United trust States.
0: them. it's the States. It's made in California. Did you confirm that? Yes, oh, the company California. they make it there.
1: California is like another country. But
0: California is the state that has all the warnings, like oh, like they have this a lot of things Could cause out cancer, there. according to California. They
1: think everything causes cancer, including carrots.
0: That's just. Do you know that almost every
1: person who's ever gotten cancer had carrots at least once in their life? It causes cancer. Carrots cause cancer. It's just ridiculous. I'm just saying, California mocked everything as having caused cancer. So.
0: Okay, but I'm just saying. It's tough
1: to go with that. So we don't know what's in these.
0: Yeah, it's like minerals. Oh, well. It's natural minerals. It's
1: natural minerals. <laughs> Which minerals?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look at every ingredient.
1: Isn't everything a mineral? <laughs> well. That's not. It's a, lot just, of mini- a lot of minerals. There
0: are a lot of people Is who Is uranium
1: have a mineral, by harsh, the way? Harsh
0: Isn't it on the periodic table? Yeah.
1: So, therefore.
0: But that's not everything on the periodic table is classified as a mineral, is it? No, I don't know. I think there are different classifications on the periodic table. I am not. I forget great with the it's been it's been table. a long
1: time since i focused the on kids are
0: actually studying chemistry and i feel bad for them Spot's see horrible. how horrible that spot is that you wanted to give it to me no you're i like,
1: didn't i, I look that, you're not
0: even talking phone. take that back you told me if i use that microphone i have to talk take into that it. back and you're not talking way, into it
1: i gave you the good seat you don't, did i wasn't taking away from you but you
0: said no no you can i'll just move the seat and you can sit over right, there right. and i said i don't want to whack my leg on right, the leg of the table God. you're bringing stuff up
1: happy anniversary.
0: It's not our anniversary Well, anymore. a couple
1: days ago, well, a week ago. I don't know. I'm it was just track of a days. few days ago. Yes, we had a nice weekend. Yeah. We didn't yeah. celebrate our anniversary because- We did not. It got trumped by a surprise birthday party for Michael, and we had some guests in from <clears throat> out of state and from other various areas. We violated multiple- I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I have no idea what the rules are anymore I for homes. I have no idea. I don't care. I don't really care. But we had a lovely time.
0: We did. We and had Michael ahead really of nice
1: time. It was very surprised. So it was basically a surprise 16th weekend for Michael Plus. and we'll celebrate our anniversary next year.
0: Wow. That's nice. God willing. You got me a really nice present.
1: You're welcome.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he got me a big framed poster of our wedding song written out the background of it is particularly really cool because it's like music notes in the background and then there's this there's this like sketch of a tree and then it it's and then the words are in the shape of a heart it's pretty big it's a big poster i actually don't know what we're gonna where we're gonna put it two feet by three feet is it two feet by three feet Mm. i was thinking this room in our room i don't really know what we could we could always take down that that sketched picture of me from rome we could put it right there.
1: Mm.
0: Never really, it'll never get big. seen, but okay. Oh, it's a huge picture. I don't know where it's going to go. <sighs> Did you have thoughts about where it was going to go before you bought it? You I should have got the it. smaller size. Yeah, probably.
1: It was a bad decision.
0: But it was nice. It's very thoughtful.
1: It was a limited edition. Really? hmm
0: Our wedding song is I Will Be Here by Stephen Curtis Chapman. Look it up. It's a beautiful song. So, um, yeah, so that was really nice We had a nice weekend It was very tiring mm. Because we stayed up very late And had a lot of fun We did some karaoke and things of that nature Very, very fun Shout
1: um, out to uh, Chris and Mary and Kaiser
0: mm-hmm. Who are very for, good at karaokeing
1: yeah, Apparently mm-hmm.
0: They didn't even know it
1: We sang for hours
0: We sang for hours We, we totally my voice lost track of time I know, my voice is still not 100% yeah. back I wonder if theirs is I did catch up on sleep last night, finally, with a good twelve you, you, solid you slept twelve for half hours. A day. I slept for a half of a day. And uh, I mean, I got I feel about. Good. I was
1: saying, I got a good solid nine, nine and a half. So that's, that's, long that's a lot for me. you. Yeah.
0: That's like a twelve-hour night for of me. course, right
1: now I feel like I got no sleep.
0: Well, you had a long, busy day. For
1: my blood sugar. Dropping right now as we're sitting Do
0: here. Do you see why I ate a sandwich last week?
1: Because <laughs> just, see otherwise
0: won't. you either hear somebody chew or you hear somebody complain about being hungry uh, and so their blood. Now Marianne's sugar gonna complain dropping.
1: about that. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Ridiculous. Can't win with these with the sixth listeners. <laughs> oh a lot, a lot of demand. One last thing, and then we should transition. So we give ourselves some time for All
0: part, right, you're gonna talk part into two
1: of Parents Matter. Mm-hmm. I'm talking right into the microphone right okay, now. Okay, just saying. Go ahead. We've got a, somebody gave us an, you know, cause we're selling so many, I'm doing this at the front this time. We're selling so many t-shirts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Somebody gave us another t-shirt idea.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: I don't know if she gave it away or not. I'm just hold on to this, but it has to do with our, what I consider to be our funniest segment we've ever had on this podcast, which was the do your duty video game segment.
0: And what's the t-shirt idea?
1: I don't know if I want to give it away. I think I All want right, to just don't. kind of tease it and see if I can get my designer on it and
0: okay.
1: shock the world.
0: You think that your designer will spend time on a t-shirt? I don't, It
1: won't be that hard. It's a pretty simple premise.
0: Okay. So do you think that that t-shirt, do you think gonna, that t-shirt will sell?
1: Uh, no, absolutely not. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> so
0: basically, you have. The I graf- just need a dis- you have the graphic designer designing a T-shirt just so that you could have a well, special I mean, T-shirt. If, and
1: then, and then we'll we'll I'll buy it. I'll wear it. And we'll do a video and see if anybody's interested in it. We're going to take a different approach this time.
0: Oh, that's a good idea.
1: And then I'll just complain for months that nobody was interested in it. <sighs> do
0: no, that sounds
1: your good. duty.
0: Mm-hmm, that's great.
1: All right, that's my tease.
0: Well, welcome to another episode of Raising Eight.
1: A couple of sinners trying to raise saints.
0: And today we're going to continue what we started last week, which, which was... was parent,
1: parents Matter, part one. Parents Matter. So that would make this...
0: Parents Matter, part... D-
1: this could turn into like seven pots.
0: How many parts do we really want
1: to go with? Just this? depends how interested we are in the conversation. Okay. So, as you know, folks, if you didn't listen to part one,
0: uh, if you, we're doing it in French, um, we de,
1: we are looking pa- at um, a book called "Handing Down the Faith: How Parents Pass Their Religion On to the Next Generation." Like,
0: what is that? the dog
1: <laughs> Christian Smith and Amy such a strange again sorry Amy I keep probably butchering your name maybe
0: you should look that up um, so again it. it's
1: handing down the faith and so just in the introduction he kind of lays out some of the um, basic premises to the book and then he talks about some related background find- findings did
0: you want me to do the reading this time I know you struggle with the I'll glasses. No, no. I don't. I, just I have just the glasses and I have it right here. But you have a you haven't found you good glasses.
1: Well no, it's the same same magnifying. All right, I'm
0: just right. saying I have 20/20 20, 20 vision.
1: You sit there and relax. You react. <laughs> okay. So we went through
0: I'll just sit here and react. A few
1: of these last week like, you know, it's crucial that parents have warm affirming relations with their kids and having these conversations, the quality of the conversations or how Parents and their children talk about religion um, are, is important that the conversations are ch- children centered, not parent centered. Um, these were the first three that we we discussed. All right. So here's the next one. The role of fathers is especially important in forming children religiously. Shocking. Both parents matter a lot in faith transmission, but the role of fathers Appears to be particularly crucial, providing dads, in parentheses, when they are present, with extra influence and responsibility in the matter. So providing dads with extra influence and responsibility in the matter. He then footnotes. He doesn't footnote a lot here, but then he footnotes in this one. He's quoting some guy, Robert Wuth now. Huh? W- wuth now. Wooth now? Wobbit, wobbit, wuth now. Sorry, Robert. Okay. He's quoting him in a study that he did in the 90s. When fathers were absent or emotionally distant, people did not adopt a, materi- a maternal image of God. Religious teachings that associate God with maleness were too prominent for that to happen. Instead, a wrathful, distant view of God emerged, sometimes closely resembling that of the absent father. Hmm. Or conversely, and more interestingly, the absent father actually created a kind of psychological space in which a more loving godfather came to dwell. So it's interesting. But, anyways, point being, this first one is parents matter, but there's a unique, potential unique place for dads who are there and have a positive, ex- their own positive experience of the faith and thereby pass that on to their kids.
0: Makes sense. I mean, even like throughout our parenting, um, we've had these kind of discussions, right, about our daughters and their self-image and how powerful their father's word is to them, how powerful it is to hear, oh, you look beautiful, you're a beautiful girl or whatever, that the dad's role is so critical in development for... And it's not to say the, the mother's role isn't critical in development, but there's this, there's the natural bond, I think, that happens because a mother is carrying a child and then, you know, doing a lot of the feeding of a child, whether that's by bottle or breastfeeding, whatever it is. But there's like bonding that happens. Is there a bug? Mm-hmm. Is it another mosquito? Mm,
1: no, it looks like a fruit fly. Oh my gosh, the bugs Sorry. are
0: out. The bugs are out. There were two mosquitoes in the mm-hmm. house today. I think I got bit already anyway um right so it does it does kind of make sense that there's this extra not extra role but extra work almost that has to be done on the part of the father because there's kind of this natural bond that happens with the mother and then the father has to work at getting that bond with the child doesn't just come on a you know like physiologically natural level.
1: Hmm. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I I think it has to be part of it. Right. I mean, what I like how he talks about it is both parents matter here. Extremely so. He's not like, this is, I think some people could read this type of a finding and say it somehow diminishes the role of the mother, but that's not what he's saying here. Um, I think in one of his studies, earlier studies, I think he showed like 80% of kids whose parents, and now he's doing either or like mother or father type of thing, um, 80% gone to have faith into uh, adolescence and beyond. Dad is part of that. 80%
0: 80% of parents.
1: Just parents. So it could be, so.
0: That have faith and are practicing the faith.
1: Yeah. And remember, like, and I have to dig in more in this latest book, but previously it's it's not like it's like they're super disciples here. That's not, we've talked about this in the past. It's not that they're all stars, but that they have a positive association with church, prayer, going to church, service. Those, so it's not like he's setting this crazy high bar. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty low bar. But the key is it's positive and they pass it on in a positive way to their kids. Mm-hmm. And that alone has that kind of impact. So like 80% go on. Well, dad does, when dad does it, it jumps to 90%. So again, both very important, but there's something... Unique. Something unique, uh, that, that's particularly impactful about the fathers joining in on that. Um,
0: well, I think there's something also that, and this might get controversial for some people, but, but this is like the role of the father in the family as the leader of the family. And that's, that's a role that, that God set up that way. And it's not, it's not that the woman's role, the woman can't be a leader also as part of, but there's something about the, the father leading the family. And so when the father is, is, you know, faithful and leading by example of his faith, that's going to trickle down and show. Just like when the father is showing leadership by how he loves and serves and puts others before right. himself, that is going to trickle down with siblings, with, you know, yeah. family. So it just it just makes sense.
1: And I've seen this many times where in some families I knew growing up where mom was all in on the faith, Went to mass every weekend. Kids were involved in like youth ministry, stuff like that. Like, it was a lot going on. Mom wasn't – she clearly was trying, but dad never came.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Never came. And watching what that did long term and
0: mm-hmm. some of those –
1: and a lot of them walked away from the faith.
0: I witnessed the same That's thing. That's not
1: saying mom didn't do a good job. I, no? I, I think just goes show the – the you need potential, both. the impact, negative or positive, that a father can have in that. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure there's always exceptions to every single rule. Nobody's saying this is a hundred percent thing. Um, but I think there's something there's something powerful about a dad's proper witness, and I'm glad you said that about the leadership thing. But it's in proper context, right? This is like a, it's like when you read Ephesians five, but you only read the part about a woman be, to be born, subordinate to heaven, your husband. Heaven. That's it. You stop the passage there. Well, that's right. insane, right? Never mind the fact it's a classic scripture case. If you don't read the whole entire.
0: Yeah, you can't the get chapter, the real meaning.
1: The, the chapters leading into it, St. Paul wrote theology. And if you don't read context, it matters. It's like we've talked about um, Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind. But mm-hmm. well, if you don't read the first 12 chapters, you completely miss the actual, what he's really talking about there. Same thing with Ephesians 5. So you got to read it in its context, and the whole context matters. Husbands, love your wives. You as can, Christ loved the and church and you could project that onto your obviously your kids and now we're all love called to love like Christ love but there's a particular thing that St Paul's calling men to mm-hmm. in terms of proper leadership and witness and, um, and action mm-hmm. in the in the in, in the family and I think that's what this is getting at but again he's not setting there's not a high bar here so you could think of like fathers who um who work a lot And they don't necessarily have a lot of quantity of time with their kids, Mm -hmm. but boy, that quality thing matters. Yep. You know, that, that, that when they do have time with them, do they pray with them? Do they say grace when they're there for meals? Do they uh, go to mass with their family? And I know sometimes that can be tough for some people who have, you know, like um, first responder jobs and that creates some problems, but when they do, Mm -hmm. that's when it matters, I think. And then whatever conversations you do have. So I think it's a pretty low bar to start at least. But I think this is an important, I personally think this is one of the critical things. Um, we need to somehow recapture our dads.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: In some way. And that's not at the diminishment of the importance of taking care of our moms.
0: Nope.
1: All right. We beat that one like a dead horse.
0: <laughs> I ran over a squirrel today.
1: You did not. I did. How did that little car kill it?
0: Oh, honey. How'd you no, fail after? Are you kidding me?
1: This is amazing. You didn't tell me. This,
0: I was this, in a rush. I was trying to get so home. So you killed something got, because you're in a rush? Because the contract. was here. Where was, was it? Here. It was just, it was, it was like a <laughs> deer in headlights. No. And I thought. That
1: doesn't, it's girls on deers in headlights?
0: No, that's what it was that like. happened to me last it was week. St- it was standing the there. And it, I know, but it I was, was like. standing? Oh, Lord of mercy.
1: Was it on two legs or four legs? Were they going on two legs? <sighs> was it in the, like on the side of the road, a, middle of the road?
0: It was t- Coming towards the middle, but it would stop uh, and it wasn't sure what it was going to do. You know, when it does you, the whole you back made the and decision
1: forth. for it. It wasn't going anywhere. I was anywhere. already
0: going over the speed limit because I was rushing to get home for the contractor who was sitting in the living room after waiting outside because <laughs> our kids did Stranger Danger and ran inside and shut them out. <sighs> And uh, and you were on meetings. So I, I was rushing in the back roads of Dighton. And
1: this girl suffered the, the squirrel consequences suffered of your, the
0: consequences. I looked in the rear view just Your need just for speed.
1: It was just twitching. What movie is that from?
0: Need for I've speed. got the need,
1: the need for speed. Cars? No. <laughs> Car, cars movie from too? the 80s. Oh, wait. What Great is movie. that movie? Need for speed. Awkward silence. Let it Can I have legs. a clue? I'm going to give you the clue it's so we don't drag this out. Tom Cruise thought in it.
0: Um, Top Gun? Yes, correct. Okay. Good job. Thank you.
1: All right. Next one. Parents who share the same religious faith and practice are more effective in socializing their children in that religion than parents who differ. Re- religiously similar parents present to their children a united front that better transmits across generations and religiously different.
0: This is that seems just com- like common not too, com- sense. Not too complicated. That's not complicated. Not to it's say that you can't pass it on if it you have it can't work.
1: Right. to
0: like a marriage with mixed religions in it. But uh which one of you is like it the creates, one who it takes the lead. Obstacles. I mean there's obstacles and which ki- the kids are going to look at which parent as the the one who holds the path to oops
1: yeah, I, I just to think follow. It, it just becomes I just hotter, I think that I just, that's all it's you tricky. have to think it through a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, and um and we know people who have done that. Mm-hmm. Although in at least one case they actually came back to the Catholic Church and he came into the church. So mm-hmm. But I think that's something to the if some parents are in that situation, if they're seeking, truly seeking truth together, mm-hmm. despite their different Christian backgrounds let's say it's just let's go that easy route for now and never mind right, the difference right. um, but it, it can happen with any religion I guess if they're seeking truth and virtue Holy Spirit will figure it out help them I hope, figure it out but yeah so that's not surprising that the united front thing was yeah. is an advantage in a sense for those families okay uh, Two-parent households are most effective in transmitting religious faith and practice to children. Parents who are never married, separated, or divorced are, on average, less likely to pass on their religion to their children. Hmm. Yes, yeah, well, less likely. Th- it's not saying it doesn't happen. Less likely. And I think
0: he's going back to the, okay, moms and dads yes. matter. That's the premise he's setting up. So yes. – Obviously, it's more challenging in a household. Doesn't mean it can't happen. And if you're listening to this and you're in that situation, you know, in that situation uh, don't throw in the towel. You know, no, it's not, no, no. It's no, no. not, That's saying, not what he's saying you here. can't. You can't do it. It's just he's he's setting. Remember, up, minute,
1: the key word is our most effective. It's not right.
0: He's just trying to know. set up what is the most effective way of passing on and having children grow up and hold on to their faith.
1: And remember, these are these are previous studies. I've I've seen heard of some of these studies beforehand, but. That he's kind of that's setting up kind of like additional context to the rest of this book as I and I'll do we'll do like a little review of the because the rest of the book the themes that come up in each chapter, not the, like read the whole book to you. I, just, I was really struck by this, these bullets mm-hmm. to not the book. OK, next one. Uh, grandparents and sometimes other family relatives such as aunts or aunts, uncles and cousins are also influential, influential and shaping the religious lives of their grandchildren, potentially substituting for reinforcing, moderating, or even subverting the impact of parents. Good and bad here, I guess.
0: Well, I mean, working with the young couples that I work with, Mm. many times when I ask, I'll say, tell me a little bit about yourselves. And they share, sometimes they sometimes they feel comfortable and they start telling me about their faith backgrounds. Um, sometimes they just, you know, I, I kind of take follow their lead if they want to share just about like what they do right now for a living or whatever it is. Um, but sometimes they jump right into telling me about their background of faith. And many times it's my grandmother or my grand. it's mostly grandmother, but a lot of you'll hear grandparents, you know, um, You know, used to pray the rosary with me or whatever it is. And especially now, I think in these generations, you know, I don't I don't know if that makes any sense, but that these it's the grandparent generation that's kind of holding on to the faith and passing that along.
1: It could be that or it could be as they get those grandparents that they got older had conversion in their own lives, and therefore it becomes a very important thing. I've talked to a lot of people, that's exactly what happened. They didn't necessarily pass it on to their children because they weren't there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Found Find God and Jesus and His Holy Spirit in their life, <laughs> and then boom, it become, they realize, oh, no. And they try, therefore, to have an impact on their grandchildren mm-hmm. and their children, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that can become almost more complicated than their grandchildren. Right. You know, and trying to evangelize them, sometimes you got to just kind of, Trust that God's going to send other people into the lives of their children, so they can put their energy into their grandchildren. I mean, I'm not surprised this. I mean, we think of our grandparents, and mm-hmm. um, and I we see our kids with our parents, therefore their grandparents, and obviously it's a, for us. It's awesome reinforcement.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Of, of faith in God. I mean, so it's. Just, I mean, we're blessed. I mean, we're blessed to have that. I know you had that with um, at least a couple of your grandparents, at least yeah, no, yeah, at least one. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, one. I'm just talking about two. Like I was blessed. Um, I oh, yeah two. the same thing well, here. too Well, I didn't my
0: grandfather. I would
1: say two. My grandmother, and no lesser degree three. Yeah, yeah. My,
0: my grandmother on my dad's side was a faithful woman. I just never had discussions yeah. of the faith yeah, yeah. with her because she spoke mainly Greek. So <laughs> she, it's all Greek to me. <laughs> she understood English, but she didn't speak it very well. <laughs> That's right. So I didn't have a lot of like <laughs> deep faith conversations with her or anything. But my my maternal grandmother. Mm-hmm was very faithful. And we had a lot of discussions in my, my teenage years, uh, particularly I spent a lot of time with her. She passed away in my late teens. Um, but she, she was very, you know, a, another reinforcer
1: yeah, for yeah. me
0: of just strong faith.
1: Yeah. I would say both my mother's parents, parents who, as mm-hmm. you guys know, passed away this past year, but they both, both were people of faith and mm-hmm. exhibited in many different ways. And then I would say my dad's, my dad's mom, um, to a lesser degree, she was a woman of faith. Suffered greatly in her life, but that was kind of a, a, like a witness. witness to you. Yeah, yeah. So, so no question, role of grandparents. And then, again, I know we we do have aunts and uncles and other people yep. in our lives who are who are um, contribute to that as well. All right, so that wasn't too shocking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh Too much or too little religious socialization by parents tends to undermine the transmission of religious faith to children. Religion seems most effectively passed on to children by parents who are intentional, consistent, and actively engaged, but neither hands-off nor overbearing. Mm. Weak and sporadic religious socialization tends to produce benign apathy in children, whereas against relentless or overbearing religious socialization, children tend to distance themselves or rebel against the family religion. When you talk about just trying to find that kind of sweet spot. Mm-hmm. in between but it doesn't surprise me that the idea of it becoming we talk we've talked a lot about this in this podcast um it's just part of the fabric of
0: what Wolven we do it, we it's
1: are. not this we only do it on sunday from right 10 45 to exactly. 11 45 and then when we drop you off somewhere yeah if you're that person i'm not i'm not trying to thank you for doing that but i think that we've talked about the importance of having it woven into just what we do every single day this is why grace before meals is important bedtime prayer routines are important everything we do service and service of our fellow brothers and sisters right i mean mm-hmm. not, again i'm not surprised by that
0: no and the overbearing one doesn't surprise me i witnessed some of that yeah. in my own life Not not on purpose by my parents. I'm sorry that she did that. Certain parents did that. People are. Oh no, my parents were fantastic. I know
1: they don't listen, so they're not going to hear this.
0: Yep. Nope. Nope. You gave her the website, so she's. She said she listened. It'll be three months before she catches up. That's my point. I'm making. I've got time. Uh, (laughs) I said, Mom. You don't have to listen to our podcast. Mm. They're not, they're not for you. You've already raised us. (laughs) We're really talking to people who are raising their children or, you know, grant or whatever. Just, you know, Uh, a couple of
1: sinners who already, who already raised saints.
0: (laughs) I said, you don't, you don't have to just listen to it you know, to support me. It's okay. It doesn't, it's not making us any money. Driving up those numbers. It's not making us any money. Yeah, right, right, right. We're <laughs> not, not making on. money on it. Um, no, but, you know. But no, I but mean. But
1: mom, if you want to buy a T-shirt, please do.
0: Yeah, mom, buy a T-shirt. So, but I mean, I I think that, like you said, there it can be very overbearing. Yeah. Um, But it can be very difficult. Sometimes there can be a tendency to want to be overbearing when, Everybody's life experience is different with the faith. So if someone comes from a background of uh, difficulty or something and has a conversion or um, they're maybe a single parent and or feeling like a single parent Mm -hmm. in in raising their children, the faith. And so the tendency might be to do too much instead of, you know, so or I mean, obviously, I think the biggest problem is under
1: well, I know. I think it could go both ways. Okay, but it can go both. Okay, know, can go I'm thinking of a fun, I, uh, it's it ended up being a funny kind of moment for a guy I knew in Maine. He had a powerful conversion experience and then just went all in, like crazy in, praying literally at the hours morning, mid morning, evening, and like and trying to uh make the whole family do the same thing. And of course, there was they. His wife wasn't there yet. She eventually did, mm-hmm. does come around, but like there was this pushback, like "Whoa, slow down there, buddy." Mm-hmm. Good for you. We're happy for you, but and it wasn't just like that overbearing. Like you're gonna do what I, I found. He found something good. He was trying to bring his family into it. Was a good intention, but it was too much. And then not just that, the amount of time he was spending in prayer,
0: yeah,
1: was having a ne- negative impact on his role as husband. And father, now the family was a very devout, beautiful, wonderful practicing. But he he would give testimony to that to guys yep. who had a powerful conversion. Okay, now you're going to want to do you're going to you may want to make the mistake I made. Just slow it down, especially if your spouse is not there yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Being patient, and with being those patient. Who are so not I think that that's the other
1: potential problem with you're... the overbearing piece, right? Yeah. It, it comes from it may come from a good place. Yep, but slow it down. They it may not be where you it does, are.
0: Does I think? I,
1: yeah, I would imagine. It's... Well, it, sure. A when it comes from, it, of, it, it, but it also it could be a bad place if it's like legalistic type of thing, moralism. Right, right, right. That could be not the best place that that's coming from.
0: Yeah.
1: um But generally, I know what you're saying. Like somebody really like on fire really and they're trying. Want, to, yeah, they yeah, they really
0: yeah, yeah, want yeah. their family yeah, to practice faith and. All
1: right, next one. We have just a couple, three more. Okay. Okay. We can do the spot okay. today.
0: Oh, the spa. That sounds nice. You could eat dinner too. I didn't
1: say spa. You said what? You thought I said spa? That's <laughs> funny. Said, oh boy, spa in the mind.
0: I thought you said we That's could funny. do the spa today. What did you say? <laughs> we could do
1: this. We could do these pots today. We could spot do these today. parts today. That's, what That's I meant. because yeah. you don't
0: use R's. So it it sounded to me like spa.
1: You are ridiculous.
0: No, those were some R's. Thank
1: you. Okay, parental consistency in word and deed, rules and meaningful intentions affects the success of religious transmission to children. Perceptions of hypocrisy when parents do not act in congruence. Congruence. Congruence, I can say that word. Do not it can act be pronounced different ways. Congruence. Is that a potato potato thing? Probably. With their religious teachings, or when parents follow the letter but not the meaning of the law, such as parents assisting on praying in Hebrew, but unable to explain <laughs> what the prayers mean. That's a good one, actually. I don't know. Do you know anybody that does that? I don't. No. Okay.
0: I do not know anyone who prays in
1: Hebrew with <laughs> we, their children. We certainly do not. Reduce no. children's interest in carrying forward the religious faith and practices of their parents. I'm guessing he's talking about Jewish uh, parents there. Yeah, well, that would make sense. Although that's kind of, that's funny because that kind of brings like the idea like of if you're going to lat- pray Latin. Latin, but you never talk about it, you don't really know it. You're just learning the Latin yeah. words of those prayers and it's throwing like we
0: on. sing Regina Chaley yeah, at but lunchtime. Yeah, you've taught the
1: kids what But those then we say are. it.
0: Well, no, we literally-
1: Oh, you do we, it right away, right? We sing it yeah, 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 in yeah, Latin,
0: yeah. then we say it in English. Yeah. Because it's much more beautifully sung in Latin.
1: But I think the idea of print consistency- So that they know what they're yeah, saying. In all these things, consistency but yeah, I mean, matters. But, I mean, but
0: that's we've always talked about that in the podcast, like yeah. that obviously you have to follow through, you Don't, have to be consistent. <laughs>
1: Don't fake it until you make it. That doesn't work here. That doesn't work. Be, that doesn't mean you're perfect. Remember, the, the tagline here is a couple of sinners trying to raise saints.
0: Right. We're be- very, very much sinners.
1: <laughs> that's not what this... I don't think that's what this is, but there's this idea of... I think kids, it's
0: just being genuine. Yes. Kids can People sniff out... People of integrity. Out,
1: yeah, yeah. Kids yeah.
0: can sniff out if you're... 100%. If, like the minute that you're you're saying something but actually meaning something else or you're saying something but you're doing, they see you do something else. I mean, they, they know right away hypocrisy.
1: Yep. Agreed. So... That was an easy one. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Moving on. We can spa. Children. Children. <laughs> wait, that has a different connotation. Like, we're going to get in a boxing ring and spa. That's spar. Oh, that's true. <laughs> see? Did you see? Oh, you
0: don't know your eyes. No, efforts? no, no, I do. I just, I was forgetting the, I,
1: I know, I know words and sparring, I know letters. Partner, I was just realizing sparring. that I missed one letter there. You
0: can spa or you can spar. Oh, for crying out loud. We're not going to spar. I'm not fighting you. I refuse.
1: I'd lose. That's. So children influence the religious lives of parents reciprocally and are not simply the recipients of one-way parental influences. Research and theory traditionally assumed a unilateral direction of causal influence from parents to children. But more recent sophisticated scholarship has shown that children also influence their parents' beliefs, values, and practices. What I like about this one, this is not kind of referring to the age-old kind of like you you get that one kid who comes from a non-religious home, they start coming to like, you know, Mass and youth ministry, or whatever it is, something's going on. They have conversion, they go on a retreat, they're on fire, and through grace, bring that back into the home and help kind of bring their parents. I don't think that's what this is, although I was gonna
0: say, I don't think that's what that's no, no. no. My about. point is, it's not oh, talking yeah. about that yeah, though. Yeah, that yeah.
1: happens, that but does not, happen not happen on occasion, thing. yeah. This is this is cool because this is referring to something that I know the I've experienced, ongoing,
0: yeah. That, relationship that As our kids are child. growing Yeah, as mm-hmm. our kids
1: are growing In their relationship with Christ um,
0: They can inspire They inspire 100%, us 100% I think to... I've
1: shared And I think I shared On a previous episode That I've There in times at Mass When I've modeled In a moment of grace And I just kind of Look down The pew And This is assuming Like Timmy and Celeste On losing it But um, But <laughs> like they're, watching they're, they're Our oldest Our oldest moment. kids And In deep Reverent Prayer like just – because, I, you know, we've experienced it in our own lives and so you know it and you see it kind of thing but – and how that inspires, truly inspires me and that influences me. That
0: mm-hmm.
1: moves me to go, to, to go deeper.
0: Well, even just – is it yesterday? Today's Tuesday, right? Yeah, yesterday I was – in the garden with the youngest four, mm-hmm. they wanted to help me garden and we just were turning over the soil and weeding and all that kind of stuff to get ready to plant. And our nine-year-old just uh, me. started asking me all these questions, like, just as we're working, she's just like, why, you know, why did Jesus have to die on the cross? And like, I know, I know he saved us from our sin, but why couldn't he have just like destroyed the devil, like just gotten rid of him. You know, why, why can, like, she just started this whole deep conversation when we we started talking about angels and how angels were created before humans and how they're eternal and how that's because our our souls are, we just got in this deep deal. And she just kept asking deep, really inside. And then she just, she was quiet for a few minutes and then she just put back together in this comprehensive way, like like it clicked for her right. and she put it together. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And that just, that just strengthens my faith right there. You know? So yeah, was I teaching her, but I was teaching her based on her promptings, which move me, right. you know, to, to want to be holier because it's just watching mm-hmm. this little mind process the, the truth of the faith and want to love Jesus to the best of her ability. And just so beautiful. And so I think that
1: and I think that requires humility on the parent's part, right? This idea that you think it's only one direction. If you if you're in that position, I hope you're not. Um, but if you do, I would challenge you to kind of rethink that. That's all. Just this—that's just, the beauty of the. I mean, out of the mouths of babes, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's the whole point of that. And and one has to be like a, a child to enter the kingdom of heaven. I mean, Jesus didn't. You know, we don't hear these things because they don't matter. They matter. Those words matter. Yeah. So just keep in mind that how God will will. Use your child through grace to, to affirm you, to inspire you, to help you. Even mm-hmm. just, I like the idea of you brought up just by questions, right? Yeah. And and being humble enough to understand that sometimes they're going to ask us questions, and sometimes we can't answer them, and that's okay. Go look it up. Go the answer together. It it's a great moment, right? Together yeah. as 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 parent and child. All mm-hmm. right. One more. One more. Parental influences that strengthen the religious faith and practice of children have long lasting effects. Effects, excuse me on their psychological adjustment, romantic lives, and future family functioning as adults. The effects that parents have on their children's religious lives not only shape their religion and spirituality, but also a host of other non-religious outcomes.
0: So I was just, um, came across last night, um, the... Like, it's not really a podcast, but it's like these little video series that Carrie Underwood and her husband have. I think I was telling you that mm-hmm. when you came down the stairs. Yep. And I think I shared this with you. Like, I was really struck by... Oh, my word. There's two bugs. Okay. That's, that's why I can't... Oh, they're flying around my head. Hold it together. Oh, my word. I can't I hate bugs. Anyway, it was and really... squirrels. It was really... <laughs> I don't hate squirrels. I just hit it by accident. <laughs> it was beautiful. I was really struck by her husband... Mike. It's Mike. Mm -hmm. um,
1: Mike Fisher. Fisher. Former former NHL player. Yeah, Fisher. Pretty good player too.
0: What a beautiful faith he has Mm -hmm. and just a gentle way of sharing it. And he was just saying how, I mean, talk about this book uh, exemplified. He was talking about his parents and how he always watched his mom and dad and their strong faith. And their love for each other and for the family. And he at a young age decided he wanted that. He wanted, he wanted to be like his dad. Mm. He wanted to love a wife the way his dad loved his mom. He wanted to he wanted to marry someone like his mom who was strong faith and and he wanted to have and to be a be a dad. <sighs> I know they're flying around I me. I don't know I can't why they're it. like
1: swarming over you.
0: <laughs> it's like 20 bugs in here now. They're all fruit flies. Yeah, have you showered? Not Maybe yet. that's why. Maybe they're flying after you. So anyway, I was just—I was really moved by his sharing about his parents and how he really—that's what he wanted in
1: life. Yeah, and so obviously it impacted the decisions he made to in, in marriage and
0: yep.
1: I'm sure in his decisions in athletics and stuff like that. I think
0: and how to be a dad. I'm just not
1: surprised by this. The idea yeah. of the the that we know this that faith has an impact on all we do. Mm-hmm. All we do. Um, I'm, I'm not shocked that it impacts romantic lives at all, at all. Oh, and by the way, again, don't forget, this could go for ill or for better. So again, if you're overzealous, if you're overbearing, if it's parent-centered and not try all these things, if you do the opposite of all these things, that's, that's going to be a problem, potentially. And by the way, this is also important. Free will exists here, folks. I mean, I think we said this last week, too. Like kids do come, can come from out of Difficult situations or homes with no faith, and because of grace, because of people disciples who evangelize, can find a relationship with the Triune God. What this is really saying, it can be easier (laughs) than exactly right by having a home of faith and striving as sinners to raise saints. You know, the impact is not. We should not minimize the impact on moms and dads on passing on faith to their children. I think that's the point. I'm not that. Cause I think people do, I think people do mm-hmm. do that. And, mm-hmm. and I know there are parents who maybe minimize their own impact probably because of their own, maybe questioning their own self-worth or their, um, the, 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 idea of, am I worthy to pass on the faith because of my own sinful behavior in the past, et cetera, et cetera. Well, find Christ, give your life to him, seek his mercy, seek his grace and become an instrument of his grace for your children uh, and your spouses or your spouse. I guess it wouldn't be spouses.
0: I don't think we believe in that. No, we don't. No, I
1: don't know. I. It's, anyways. Yeah. So that's the. That was just the kind of listing of the the related background, and I'm about to kind of start jumping into the um, to the actual books, chapters. I, I'm. I find with uh, books like this, like sociology or psychology, my past readings, I find like this is not a deep dive. I I don't read every page. I find the the major themes, and so I'm hoping I'll bang this out in the next week. Probably not for next week, but. We'll change the topic for next week. Okay. you have anything else to add to this?
0: I don't think so. Okay. Just looking at the time and realizing yeah. I probably have kids that have not gone to bed yet. Yeah, I know.
1: All right. It's time to wrap this up. And um, <laughs> and listen, I, I, I now have another t-shirt idea already. Just now I have two t-shirt ideas I'm going to pass on. What is this t-shirt idea? I'm just going to tell you it's going to have something to do with squirrels.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and running them over? And, and running them over. <sighs> I know I'm not the only one who's hit a squirrel, honey. I know that. I know
1: that. It's okay.
0: I know I'm not losing sleep over it. I mean...
1: I'm always telling you to do that.
0: I wasn't going to career into a tree. I'm
1: sorry that happened to you today.
0: Well, I'm sorry I that poor squirrel. (laughs) If we lived in certain states, that squirrel would have become some kind of meal. Ouch. Oh, oh, ouch! I'm just but saying. I'm gonna pass on that. that I'm gonna
1: have that. like a sandwich or something. Yeah,
0: I was, It won't be a
1: squirrel <laughs> I sandwich. I
0: won't make you a squirrel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, parents out there. <laughs> squirrels it's may so not gross. matter, parents. Squirrels may not matter to but parents, parents, but do. parents do. <laughs> parents I mean, matter. Wait, squirrels may not matter to Lori, but parents do. I completely jumbled. <laughs> I off. don't know what you're saying. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Raising You. A
1: couple of sinners trying to raise saints. God bless. God bless. (laughs)